Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yong Shin Ning. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is the Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Hi, I'm Shinning. Welcome to the Square Apple Show. I'm sure you have been in similar scenarios like what I'm about to describe. You're falling behind in your work and somebody comes by and say, You can do it! Or, Jiayou! You know what? I always feel very triggered by this. Instead of feeling more pumped up, I will always have this question in my mind. How can I work any harder? What if working harder is just doing the wrong things even more intensively? The question that I always ask myself is, what can I do differently? What am I not getting? And that's when my square apple brain comes in and asks myself questions to challenge my own paradigm. So if you're someone who is working very hard but not getting anywhere and still wants to try harder, this podcast is for you. This podcast will tell you to take a break and think what else can you do differently so that the barriers blocking will be lowered. So let me share a story of how I took a different approach to overcoming the issues at hand instead of working harder. This story dates back to December 2019 when I was about to record my first batch of podcasts. I entered the three days of the podcast recording extremely ill-prepared. I had expected to be able to talk to an outline, so I only had an inventory of things that I wanted to talk about. However, as it turns out, I'm not the kind that is a natural at thinking and talking at the same time, so I have to write down everything that I wanted to say and to hit a minimum duration of 10 to 12 minutes per episode, I should average about 1,500 to 1,600 words. It's crazy difficult to give birth to so many scripts in just three days. So after I exhausted the five crap scripts that I prepared, I took a pause and created an inventory of all the topics and subtopics that I wanted to talk about. This is so that I have a big picture of how each episode will relate to each other, and so that I don't lose the momentum thinking about what to write after I finish one script. Secondly, I created a structure of how I will write each episode. It will first start with what I call a hook, which is a story that leads onto the key theme of the episode. After the hook comes a so what, or what I call the aha, which will lead on to two to three learning or insights followed by the conclusion. This structure allowed me to get into the thick of the content very quickly instead of wasting time thinking about how to flow my content. Of course, the structure doesn't fit all the episodes I had in mind. So as I evolved, I had a couple of templates for me to choose from, depending on the nature of the topic. So with the structure in place, I barely scraped past the 15 episode mark over three days. After those three days, I got a bit smarter. 
I got myself into a habit of noting down things that I could write about and kept them in an Excel spreadsheet. I also started to do voice recordings of my thoughts since I know I will forget them once I get to any pen and paper. I also got into the habit of writing one script per day even when I was on holiday in Busan. So when I returned, I had a batch of 10 scripts, all developed with a lot less grief than the first 15. Well, in summary, when you are coming up against the wall, don't try to jiayou or add fuel to hasten your damage. Working any harder may wear you out faster, especially if you are tired already. Instead, take a step back, look at the situation and ask yourself what you can do differently. And you may be wondering why do people not try to work smarter if it helps them get where they want to be at? I think it differs for people, but I have come across a group of people who seek solace in working hard, even though it may not get them anywhere. I'm going to recount the second story, which is heavily sanitized to protect the identities of those involved. A few years ago, I managed a group of young consultants in a systems implementation project. The project was delayed due to a combination of reasons, including the fact that the consultants were not pulling their weight. When I tried to understand the root cause, I found that they were doing a lot of work, but very little was contributing to salvaging the project in the right direction. They were just reacting to issues that came along and trying to stop fire from getting bigger. When I brought this up to the project manager working for me, he said this, hey, they are working very hard already. Lah. You can't say they are not trying. And that's when a light bulb went off in me. There are some people who hide behind constant motion. One of my ex-bosses calls it the rocking boat syndrome, which is that people think that as long as they can demonstrate that they are taking some form of action, they are self-justified. Whatever, whatever happens after that is really not within their control since they are already working so hard. To wrap up what happened for that project, I sat down with a team and analysed what they were focusing on and asked them to explain how the efforts contributed to salvaging the project. True enough, many of them felt that it was a lost battle trying to salvage the project based on the existing approach but they felt that they had no choice but to continue hacking at it because they did not know what other options exist. When you come up against a situation where you are really trying very hard and any more harder just doesn't cut it, it's probably time to revise my earlier podcast on how to challenge your assumptions and develop alternative solutions. The most common one that I used and I've talked about is to ask yourself, what would it look like if I wanted to achieve a certain goal? Broaden your options so that you don't feel that you have no choice. If resource is a constraint, then you could reframe your situation and ask yourself, how can I deliver the biggest impact with this amount of resources? So we are now near the end of this episode. Again, as a reminder, if you are trapped in a situation where you are working very, very hard, but not getting what you want. Try not to heed the advice of Yo or you can do it because you may very well overheat and suffer from spontaneous human combustion. Instead, take a step back and analyze what are the barriers that are causing you to come up against the wall 
and think about how to lower them or fight the battle in a totally different way. It's up to you to chart the path. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions or thoughts on this episode, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly slash squareapple. That's bit.ly forward slash s-q-u-a-r-e-a-p-p-l-e. Thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.